Pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome, my friends, to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, if you are catching me, I am live, um, and how does it get even better than that? And then, then I am not live across the internet, across all kinds of different platforms for the podcast. Today's show, it is April 10th, 2020, and it is our next installment of Conscious Carnivore. And we talk about all kinds of different things under that title and and how we determine what is a conscious carnivore conversation is we ask the title <laughs> and see if it pops. Uh, we follow the energy on that, and that may seem a bit odd to, to folks that, you know, you have to have your certain things in your certain columns. Um, we don't. We just follow the energy and ask what it would like to be out in the world, whatever it is. And today it is being the dominant predator. And that's some potent language right there and some uh, some big words. And every time I look at being the dominant predator, even those two words together, dominant predator, I'm like, yeah. Like the molecules in my body get all happy. Like, yeah, let's be that. So we're going to look at that a little bit today, uh, and yeah, we'll have fun in Dr. Andy's world, right? And you can hop in the chat room. We've already got uh, a mini party going on. We would love some more guests, and you just head over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, follow the directions, hop on in there. You can uh, see what we're chatting about back there. You could type in your comments. If you have any questions, throw them in there. Um, just like all those chat rooms you're getting used to now that everyone Zooms everywhere or you can do the little comments on the Facebook Live. So everybody is well-schooled at this point. Um, thank you, Pandemic, on how to have fun in a chat room. And the more people we have, the more en energy have we have, and where can this all go? And then if you want to get a hold of me later and see what I am up to, you can go to drandysworld.com. Okay. So this show actually got a kickoff earlier in the week. I had the distinct pleasure of being on the Water Cooler Conversations, and it's a brainchild of our fearless leader, Christine McIver, here at Inspire Choices Network. Um, as soon as things started to go what many people on the planet would consider sideways, uh, she popped up this show every Monday and Wednesday morning, and I know it's 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, so that's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday and Wednesday, and a couple of the hosts on the station, because, oh, yeah, there's tons of shows and tons of hosts and tons of um, support if, if you so need it right now, so check all that out, um, and a couple of the hosts get together, and we just have a conversation. Um, like I was told, just show up and talk about something. I'm like, 
I can do that. Whew, that's in my category of things I can pull off. So I was very excited. And at, towards the end of the show, we started talking about this dominant predator and what was coming up on the next show. So that the conversation started there. And it has been like my molecules have been dancing ever since because it's just a fun energy. And everywhere you don't think dominant predator can be a fun energy to play with. Can we destroy and uncreate all of those points of view, all those projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay, the other thing that we love in Dr. Andy World is access consciousness, and that is The Clearing Statement from Access. You can find out more info on that at theclearingstatement.com. It's your magic wand essentially, to change any energy that you are looking, desiring, and willing to change. Super duper easy. That's why most people don't choose it. (laughs) And I always go to the other side of things just to kind of poke you. Okay. I have five ways to begin being the dominant predator in your life. And we're going to get to those after this. What energy, space, Consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you, the animals and the planet, be to allow for you to be the dominant predator you truly be? Everything that doesn't allow that, we'll throw in with total ease, joy, and glory. Can we destroy it and create it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So what does it mean to be the dominant predator? Well, everything that just came up with that across the galaxies, can we destroy <laughs> that type of gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and yeah. So I have played with this energy over the years, more so on with a pack, right? A pack of animals, pack of dogs, um, the pack that you live with. And I played with, um, calling it kind of the mama energy, um, calling it, being alpha of the pack, which nobody likes. No matter how we talk about it, nobody likes it. There is just such a connotation in this reality about, you know, turning over your dog and beating them into submission. And that is what, you know, an alpha is supposed to be. And then there's the new, like, um, urban dictionary definition of, you know, the alpha male and what that's supposed to, you know. So there's a lot of connotation, a lot of negative energy on that word. That's a judgment. We judge that word as negative. Um, But getting people to kind of look at it from a different angle, always fell flat on its face. Kind of whenever I would bring it up or it hit such resistance that it just wasn't any fun to play with. And that's what, like, what's going to pop? What's going to be play? What's going to be fun to play with here, right? What if we always had that lightness to whatever we choose, what if that is following the energy that is going to work for you? And what is light for you will be different than what's light for me. Keep that in mind um, as we play with this. Because no matter what I say, what's going to work for you? What if you only took a small part of what I said and that works for you? The rest of it, you you chuck out the window. That doesn't work for you. What if that's consciousness? What if knowing what you know about you and I'm always in, and the animals, and I'm going to add in, and the planet. What if you knowing what works for you is, is consciousness? 
and everything that is right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Okay, so five ways to begin being the dominant predator in your life. No judgment. No judgment of you. No judgment of anybody else, anything else. Um, what if it's the unapologetic you? You being you. So no judgment. What if nobody, including you, is ever wrong or ever right ever again? And everywhere, you can't even hear me say that because that is not how it works in this reality. Are we destroying and uncreate at all? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boy shorts and pants. That, that packed a punch. I can't even speak. Because this reality has been so has been built on who's right and who's wrong, right? Who's right and who's wrong in this situation. And now that we are in the middle of corona, in the middle of the a pandemic of unpredictable times, what if all of that, they are right, they are wrong, is out the window? What if these are the rules, that's not how it's done, is out the window? What if now is the time to be no judgment and the dominant being, the dominant predator for you, your life, your living, your pack, the planet? <laughs> but yes, the unapologetic you. No more I'm sorry, especially from the ladies. I have so much fun with this, and this is a very little, it, it's not really to the, eh, anyway, I'll just tell a story. Um, it's kind of on the smaller scale of things, but whenever I'm like at the store and you're waiting to go through a door or, you know, there's three carts in an area and you need to get around, you know, there's it's always the woman, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and at that energy, I'm sorry. <laughs> And I, because I'm a weirdo, go, what for? And they just, they don't have any idea. Like, they don't even know what to do with that. I'm like, what for? Right? Like, we're all just here. Excuse me. Oh, let me get by. No reason to be sorry. Right? So what if you played with that a little bit more? This this is not permission or freelance to be mean, but what if that I'm sorry to everybody else is the biggest unkindness to yourself? What if all the I'm sorry's I can't do X, Y, Z for my animals is actually the biggest unkindness to you? Because your animals actually don't have a point of view. Everything that is. Time for good, so you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, ambience. Uh, <laughs> comment in the chat room. Wait, no more, I'm sorry. That's my whole vocabulary. And I actually know that it's not true. Because the Ashley I met so many years ago is not the Ashley I know now. So it's not true. Not true at all. Has to get even better. Um... Okay, 
What about being the predator that creates the change? We can kind of go back to our little shopping cart story, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And what do I choose? I'm like, what for? That's creating the change, right? Because most of the time, and I grew up doing a lot of this, right? A lot, a lot, a lot. I'm sorry. Maybe even a little head bow, right? The nice little girl that's supposed to, I'm, you know, not make any waves, uh, right? Oh, I just had like whole pictures of tsunamis. Are you ready to be a tsunami? A tsunami. <laughs> the dominant predator tsunami of the world. Come on, let's go, everybody. That's our chance. We have a pandemic pause to gather up all your energy and be that dominant predator. And be the change. Be the predator. Be the killer. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. That creates the change. Be the tsunami that creates the change. And what if it does look like the shopping carts in the grocery store? What you sorry for? And move on along. What kind of ripples? Let's start with some ripples in their world that you change. But how much is that other person? I've been picking on the girls today. How many? So usually it's a woman. Um, goes, I'm sorry, and your response is, no, I'm sorry. Like we're supposed to, both supposed to be sorry for our mere existence standing next to a cart in a grocery store. Can we be done with it now, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, buck, all night, boys, shorts, and me up. Can we just be done with it? So we're going through, I labeled it this. It's probably more than this or less than this, and it's, so um, not linear, so don't get caught up in it, but, you know. Five ways to begin being the dominant predator in your life. So, one, no judgment. The unapologetic you. No more judgment of you, anybody else, anything else. What is right about this I'm not getting? That pulls you right out of it. What's right about this I'm not getting? There's your tool. And how can I be grateful? And what am I grateful for here? What's right about me I'm not getting? What's right about this? What's right about me? Those are your tools. Get you out of judgment of yourself or anybody else or anything else. And be the predator that creates the change. Right? I think it's Gandhi that, you know, be the change you'd like to see in the world. All right. Now we're going to up the ante here. Be the predator that creates the change. Because you're going to be the energy that's required. And then be the predator that creates the change. Cool. I've got three more because I can kind of count. We're going to take our very first break. We're going to come on back and we're going to talk more about being the dominant predator on Dr. Andy's world here on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. 
If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back and forward to Dr. Andy's World radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, today's episode um, is an installment of the Conscious Carnivore series, and today we're talking about being the dominant predator. We're, yeah, we're going all the way there, people. We are dominant predator. And everything that means to you. And doesn't mean to you. I mean, just try and uncreate all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So we started with the first segment, uh, five ways to begin being the dominant predator in your life. Um, there was a comment in the chat room. She was like, uh, did I miss it? Um, but did you clear our assumptions around this word? And I'm like, nope, didn't get there yet. Going to get there. Don't you worry. And before we do, what energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you, the animals, and the planet be to allow for you to be the dominant predator you truly be? Everything that is. We destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay. So of our five ways to begin being the dominant predator, number one, no judgment. Unapologetically you. Ha-ha. Two, be the predator that creates the change. Three, be all of you. Be all energies. Um, be the complete bandwidth of you. How many of you have been playing small? Everything matters. Time to go zillion, destroy, don't create it all. Oh, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Bandwidth, people. How wide can you be? How fast can your internet run? How much power and potency do you have? And are you only filling up inches or feet of the miles, universes, and galaxies you could be? And everywhere you've only looked at or even considered the inches, feet, or miles that you could be, and 
unwilling to look beyond that will you destroy it and uncreate all that times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So, my, my good friend and co-creator of Access Consciousness, Dr. Dane has a book out there, Being You, Changing the World. Now, what does that even mean? I mean, being the dominant predator, being you, changing the world, like all of this is like, huh? Right? Like, huh? And this is something I have been playing with for years. So if this is your introduction, welcome. If you can't really hear what I'm saying, welcome. If you're just getting the tip of your itty-bitty baby toe in the water, welcome. Because what if all it requires is for you to start? So being all of you and being all energies. This all energies, I discuss this a lot with clients because um, we've all been, we've all decided who and what we were, right? We decided what the six-year-old us was like. We decided what the 16-year-old, we were told what the 26-year-old was like. Um, we now morphed a little bit and now I know what the 30, and I'm, whatever I am. I am sweet. I am nice. I am considerate. Um, but how many of us go, yeah, I'm nice and I'm a royal bitch. Yeah, I'm sweet and an asshole. How many of us are willing to be all energies and use them to our advantage when required in any situation? And what if that requires a knowing, a knowing of who and what you be beyond anything you've, this reality has ever provided you with. And is that a journey you're willing to go on? That's not an easy journey. That's not a comfortable journey. Let me tell you, it's not a comfortable journey. And I heard not too long ago not sure where and by who, but creation comes from the uncomfortableness. So are you even willing to be uncomfortable, to discover, to play with the you you truly be? That you that can change the world. That you that truly could be the dominant predator in your life and living. Everything that doesn't allow any of that to create with such ease, joy, and glory, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So what's your bandwidth? How much, how much bandwidth are you taking up currently? And how much more could you be? Play with that. Just play with it. We're just having fun. And part of the wording, the dominant predator, is kind of to bring up the, the oh, what do you do with that? Like that, <laughs> oh my, huh, I think I like that, but I shouldn't like that, right? Like, like I said, the molecules play with it. And I think I started the conversation and then I kind of veered off to whatever direction, um, alpha, because this conversation started with the animal, started with the pack, started on a not really a smaller level, but a different level 
with owners that can't even get into their own bed because the little dog has decided they, they're in charge of the pack, right? And I'm like, you're going to need more mama energy. You're going to need to be more alpha. You're going to need to be the dominant being. And it wasn't until dominant predator came up, and I'm not even sure where that came out of, that I giggled. And I'm like, yep, that's what's light. That's what pops for me. That's where we can play now. So everywhere you think it's a negative thing, that there's no way you can be dominant, and there's no way you could be a predator, Oh, all the while living with predators, if you do have dogs and cats, um, horses are prey. That is a bit of a different conversation. Um, but all of what you have made dominant and predator and dominant predator together is significant and wrong and bad or awesome and good. Can destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine boys, shorts, yeah. Okay, number four. Five ways to begin being, or so half, five ways to being the dominant predator in your life. Let's just skip the beginning part. Heck, that's not a lot of fun. Number four, know what and when needs your attention. This popped actually this morning, and I have tripped myself up so many trillions of times with, being very, very linear, following my list to the letter, um, making sure that um, everyone else's needs are taken care of before mine. And there is nothing wrong with any of that. And there's really, 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 really nothing wrong with being aware of somebody else's needs. And it doesn't necessarily, oh, I can't be aware of your needs because I need to meet mine first because I've always put myself last. You hear that a lot out in the metaphysical world. You know, get your boundaries up. Make sure you're taking care of you first. And then you can maybe decide if you want to contribute to somebody else. (laughs) And what if it's not as linear as that? What if some days you have boundaries, some days... You can handle some, you know, handle somebody else's needs, quote unquote, before yours. What if it's actually more of a contribution and a communion, and it's a give and take, and a, a pass and a receive, and a gift and a back and forth and a flow of energy between who all you are interacting with? Um, and access, they call that the kingdom of we. When you are act. This is, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be because when you are functioning from here are my boundaries, you did this to me, I need to take care of me, I have always put myself last, that's actually kingdom of me. And everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be and everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be and one more time, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite what it appears to me. Oh, there's so much energy around. Let's <laughs> just destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine boys, shorts, if you had. And um, in case you hadn't noticed, we are currently in this 10 seconds in the pandemic cause of unpredictable times living in 
everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Another tool to use. When things just don't seem to make sense, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. Because that stuff of, I never actually got it. I'm like, okay, I will try and put some boundaries up. I'm going to try. and I never could figure it out. Not that I can figure out um, access consciousness either, but that was kind. That was kind of the fun of it because it was okay if you didn't figure it out. I was like, oh, thank goodness, the pressure's off. But I'm like, okay, so what are my boundaries? I don't know. And some people, you've met them, those hardcore boundaries that they always have for every situation. How much fun is that? How much more work are they? How much less energy can flow back and forth? Yeah. So what if you know you, uh and you, being the dominant predator, you know you, and you know what's going to work for you, and you may shock the shit out of you because one day this person does whatever this person does and it doesn't bother you. The next day they do what appears to be the exact same thing and you lose your shit. Not necessarily in a bad way. But that's where you have to start looking at what's the energy that's also there. Not just the words and not just the actions. What is the energy that is present that that person, that thing, that um, event is, is being? And what is working or not working for you? So that, you know... So I actually subscribe more to Dr. Not Dr. No, wasn't Dane at all. It was Gary, and Gary is like, "Yeah, there's a line in the sand. I don't know where that line is, but when you cross it, I'll know it." I'm like, I don't have to build more walls, more boundaries, more rights and wrongs. I don't have to. I can just have that line in the sand, and nobody knows where it is until it gets crossed. Again, following the energy. I'm like, oh, I love it. I do. I play with that. See, you see how it changes and even how I, I kind of convey the energy to you. I'm like, oh, I can play with that. That's fun. Eh, the person on the other side of that line might not think it's so much fun at that moment in those 10 seconds, but hey. But what freedom in that, too? Because what if those boundaries those boundaries are actually the walls, right? Um, And Keisha in the chat room is, and that is totally what I see the animals do too. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. And that's what I have, I guess it's a capacity of mine that I'm going to out myself on in this 10 seconds because I don't know if I've actually ever put words to it. Thank you, Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. Um, Yeah. Some days, the same action will be so much more, let's say, irritating to me. What if it's not the action, it's not the behavior, but it's the energy behind it? And what is that animal, in particular, your dog, trying to show you with that? 
What if mine have been trying to show me that I am aware of all the energy behind every single behavior in every 10 seconds that I discount as this dog should behave this way every single day? We don't. Why do we expect them to? And then some mornings, they could be acting the exact same way, and it's it's not, it doesn't even light up in my world. So what's the energy behind that? So I guess that's what I'm going to give myself some hope play. I'm like, I'm going to, what's it going to take? Ask the question, right? Questions create. What's it going to take for me to be even more aware of the energy? I'm going to use this word behind the behavior that our animals are showing us than I've ever, 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 ever been before. I mean, it doesn't allow that. Let's totally, it's going to be destroyed and uncreated all times in a zillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Now, are animals aware they're doing this or unaware? Are people aware or unaware? And that might be a conversation for a whole other show. <laughs> um, yes, and I do think the animals, they have way more fun with the dominance games. Oh, my goodness. We could go into humping on that alone. Like, everyone thinks it's so meaningful, right? And this, they're humping, and this means this. Eh. Most of the time, it means nothing. It means play. It means I'm the boss of you in this two seconds, and then, you know, go a couple minutes later, and the roles have reversed. Eh. What if it doesn't actually mean anything? See, we have this, quote-unquote, big meaning on dominant predator, and what if it could mean nothing? except an energy UB. Okay. Um, I've got one more. <laughs> it's a biggie um, in our five ways to being the dominant predator in your life. But first, we need to take a break here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. Um, and we will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back and forward to Dr. Andy's World. We are in the middle of an installment of Conscious Carnivores. It is... Um, being the dominant predator. Um, first couple segments, um, we walk through four of the five ways of being the dominant predator in your life. Um, number five is the biggie. Not really, it's not significant at all, but it's the biggie. <laughs> um, so what is a predator? 
our definition of a predator is we, it goes out and kills things, and it goes out and kills other beings, right? Like lions and tigers um, and bears. Oh, my. Man. Man is the biggest predator out there. We are at the top of the predator triangle or whatever the heck it is out there, right? Um, so it is an energy that we be and we also ignore it completely, right? And so what if we tapped into that a little bit? And what if when you're being the dominant predator and you are killing things, you are killing the stuff that doesn't work for you anymore? What if it's killing all the unkindness in the world? What if it's killing all the silence you're being by not speaking up and out that could um, contribute and change the world? What if it's, it's how you do it? What if you do that through jokes? What if you do that through the kindness you be? This is not running around with a gun and shooting things. It's not running around with a spear, although sometimes that would be fun too and you can indulge in that um, in your mind, not in actual practice. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, in Access, we talk about this killing energy and it's been around for a few years. And again, I'm a weirdo. I've actually always enjoyed those conversations and I did not have as much resistance and reaction to being the killing energy I truly be. Um, I don't know why. No idea. It's just who I be. And yet there's lots of people in these conversations that we had over the years in different classes and different telecalls that were just killing is wrong. Everywhere killing is just wrong. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, short, and beyond. But what if you being the killing energy you truly be allows you to know you even more than you ever thought it possible? So, and let's take at the animals. Let's take a look at the animals. Um, that's how the vast, all of the wildlife, right? All the wild beings out there, like I said, the lions and the tigers, um, they kill things to survive. And so when you cut off that killing energy, you're not, you don't have um, the ability to utilize it, to contribute to what you're trying to create in the world. You're cutting off a, a part of yourself. And we have predators on the planet, right? These lions and tigers, they kill things to survive. And when they walk through, all the other animals are very aware of what they're up to. Are they on the hunt or are they just passing through to find a shady spot to take a nap? And where are they going to take a nap? Okay, we're all going to move this way, this way. What if that energy, that walk, the way you walk through the world, everyone is aware of where you be? What's it going to take to step into that energy? That's a lot of fun energy. That's a lot of energy. And that's a lot of fun energy if you're willing to play with it. Now, let's take it down to our dogs and cats. They're murderers too. Cats more than dogs. But yeah, we send the puddle in for the kill on the mice. 
He's much faster than the cats. We don't have time for them to go through their whole sadistic, murderous ritual with their food, right? They, they've they been, like, torturing that poor mouse for three hours already. So we send the poodle in, and then Crosby, he, he goes in there fast, as fast can be, snaps, kills that mouse, and then he holds it in his mouth like, I don't know what to do with this now, and I have to fish it out. That part, you know, what, what it would it take for that to change? Um, but, yeah, he's not, he's like, ooh, do I swallow it? Do I not? But he's like, he's not walking around going, ooh, I'm sorry, I just killed him. He's like, got him. Right? Yeah, in the chat room. Keisha's like, I had an Aussie that did this. It was lightning fast. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know this poodle could move that fast. Got him. Right? How fast can you move when being the dominant predator in your life? So I'm hoping all of these fun little examples, um, hopefully you get a little aha um, moments that, ooh, if I played with that a little bit more or I stepped into that a little bit more, what would that be like for me, my life, my pack, my animals, the planet, all of that, especially now? Because things are a-changing. Um, in yes, I'm I'm a bit weird. I'm mildly enjoying the changes um, that are happening on the planet right now. All right, those are my five ways. There's probably more in there. I I, I truly hope you had as much fun as I did with this conversation, um, and that it was a lot lighter than you were thinking it was going to be. Um, and that you don't have to go out and kill your fellow man. But what if you killed the old old you to allow the new one to step forward? See, there's so many ways to play with this. And what if you being you changes the world? And what if you being the dominant predator creates the change you want to be and see in the world? Oh, that's That's really where I was attempting to head in this show. Um, if you need to please listen again um, and have some fun with it. What energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you, the animals, and the planet be to allow for you to be the dominant predator you truly be? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And I never even got to all the questions. There's a bunch of tools in there, so go back and listen. But I never got to the questions I wanted to. Um, kind of start you on your your dominant predator journey. <laughs> so that might just pop up on a Facebook Live this week. I would keep an eye on your emails. Um, if you are a member of our free membership, you will get updates in there. If you like and follow Dr. Andy Harper on Facebook, also turn on the notifications for when I go live. Um, my new target is to, well, a, be seen, and do more of those. Um, and since people supposedly have the time out there um, to get on social media and do some more watching, I would love for you to join me. I invite you. And I'm actually actually hopping on to uh, Facebook right after the show, uh, 6.05 p.m. Eastern, so that's 4.05 um, Mountain. It's mostly so I could have a, a potty break. And we're going to actually talk about 
does your dog eat poop and why um, on this Facebook Live. So we're not going to continue this conversation. We're going to change some gears. We're going to have some more um, fun with that. Next week's show, we're going to talk about galumping. And everybody just said, what? What did she say? Yes, I said galumping. Um, we're going to have an intro to galumping and how we galump so many things together that it is so hard to even like pull out the energetic strands to see what's going on. So that galumping keeps you limited, keep, keeps you stuck, keeps you confused. We're going to go all over galumping. And that's next week on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on April 17th. I am picking a galumping we go. Hey, we were looking for a title, Keisha. Maybe we got it, huh? Okay, let's take our really our last break really quick. And then I do have two questions for Ask Dr. Andy, which I did not get to last week. So I want to make sure we get to Ask Dr. Andy. So we will be right back here to Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back to our final segment of this episode of Dr. Andy's World Radio Show um, on Inspired Choices Network. Um, the three previous segments, we were talking about conscious carnivores and being the dominant predator. Um, so check that out if you're catching us on the tail end here. And this is our fourth and final segment, which we love to so I don't know. I was going to say sweetly call. I don't, that doesn't, whatever. <laughs> Ask Dr. Andy. Okay, I have a couple questions. One that I actually did not get to on the show last week. We, I had so much to talk about, um, about bugs. Who knew bugs would get me so excited? Um, that I did not get to this question. So Kate from Colorado sent in, what do you do for a dog who has an itchy butt? She has had metronidazole for diarrhea, and we were told she wouldn't have any parasites. She has regular pre-probiotics, and anal glands have been expressed. She gets lots of fiber. Two veterinarians weren't concerned and said some dogs have an itchy butt since they lick. Um, oh, since they lick, I cannot use a cream or a lotion. What to do? Okay. Um, if we were in a private facilitation session, we, I'd actually probably get out a piece of paper and we would go through the timeline of all of this. 
this is actually a and, and I get it. It's a question sent into the show. So I'm not. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for your question. It's awesome. But this is um, what I would consider glumping a bunch of things together. And we'd actually need to expand it out, pull all the little energies apart and look at it. I call it a timeline. But when did the metronidazole start and stop? When did the diarrhea start and stop? Um, what do you mean she told she wouldn't have parasites? Like, so there's a lot. I have, I love the questions, right? So I have a lot more questions. Um, but if we just get down to the nitty gritty, um, since she'd like to change the itchy butt. Cool. And since they lick, you cannot use a cream or lotion, what to do? I use essential oils. Um, I put it in a little spray bottle, make sure they're in a glass bottle, a little sprayer head. Um, it's distilled water. I'm trying to think, cause I have, I, I have an itchy, but recipe <laughs> um, that I use on rigs because his anal glands, um, my Doberman, they flare up, they go down. He licks them a lot. He doesn't lick them a lot. He doesn't do any like scooting with his butt. Um, but once you start taking them in to get their anal glands expressed regularly, you have to keep doing that. It actually is an added irritant to have them expressed a lot. But with essential oils, they go right down those hair follicles and into the skin. Um, plus, they kind of stinky and kind of taste bad, so they don't do a lot of licking. But if they did, those those essential oils are already in there. They've already gotten in there. Um, anal glands are really hard to um, effect with, like, antibiotics um, because kind of like our sinuses, there's not a lot of blood flow. And they're really kind of encapsulated. So it's really hard to actually get in them. Again, for your essential oils, you know, just pick up a tail and spray away. Um, I am trying to, rem I know there's some lavender in there. Um, and you need to use only high-grade essential oils. Anything on store shelves has been diluted with toxic chemicals or not on the label. Okay, so do not buy them out of the store. Um, you do your research. I use a lot of Young Living. People use um, doTERRA. Um, there are other brands out there. Do your research. Um, there's Animal EO by Dr. Melissa Shelton. She's got a great bunch of information if you Google her. And actually, that is her ear spray that I also spray on Riggs's butt. So if you are a member of our free membership, that recipe will be in the follow-up email at the beginning of the week because um, I do not remember what else is in there. <laughs> yes, some essential oils can have a slight warming effect. That's kind of an understatement. You have hot oils. Like there are some that actually get damn hot. You do have to be aware of which ones those are too and which ones um, need to be diluted and which I think I've mentioned how much um, uh, how much information there is on essential oils. But that's where I go. And even if you go and get a nice um, bottle of Young Living Lavender diluted, you know, in some water, ask your rep, and just start with some lavender. That'll penetrate and get in there um, and, and might just um, contribute to the whole situation. Okay, and now our next question, as we only have about three minutes, ha ha, Kim from Wisconsin. When you feed a raw diet, do you supplement with vitamins or omega-3? I can simply answer this with yes. <laughs> now, um, it depends on what raw you're feeding. If you're buying raw off the store shelves um, from your boutique dog stores, um, all of those are already 
re-fortified with vitamins and minerals to be balanced and complete, whatever the hell that means. Um, be aware that everything that is resprayed, unless otherwise noted, or you can do your own research, um, vitamins, minerals that are sprayed back onto the food are synthetic. So just be aware of that. And buying raw rather than your extruded or other drier forms of food like kibble is such a big contribution that I wouldn't get hung up in that. So if you, um, um, if you do buy off the shelf, you don't have to worry about your vitamins and minerals. Okay. If you don't, if you buy, um, raw meat like I do, which is just the meat and the bone and the organs, um, in theory, you would not have to supplement. In reality, because all of our food sources are, um, not as good as they used to be, our entire food chain is not as good as it used to be. And all of that judgment can be right and created all right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine boys, your fans. Um, I do. I'm, I love my standard process. They have a canine whole body support that you can go to your holistic vet and get. And it's a powder and it will fill in the holes. Your omega threes and sixes and nines and, um, fish oil versus phytoplankton versus, um, flaxseed oil and all of that. Yes. <laughs> now what you choose. To add, how you add in your your threes and sixes is up to you, but I do. And then I also do a coconut oil um, one meal a day because that fills in medium chain triglycerides and a different, um, it's a different oil. Now, there's a question. I didn't see this, Keisha, on the protein sources. Can you, I, I rotate, I, I rotate, I rotate, I rotate. Um, Rigs can't have beef, but other than that, we do pork and turkey and duck. And I don't do a lot of chicken. We might have to talk about chicken in another segment. Um, but I rotate and rotate and rotate and rotate all the protein sources that I can get my hands on. Oh, my goodness. Might have gotten all that done. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. And until next time, what if it's your points of view that create your animals? Phew! Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world? <laughs>